0: Hey guys, Pastor Scott here. Hope y'all have had a great Lord's Day. I hope you've been able to find a time to go and worship. Um, Today being that of December the 5th, December the 5th, we're in our fifth reading, our fifth Christmas Advent reading. And today we find ourselves in Genesis chapter 21. Uh, Genesis chapter 21. uh, And the author of our book, Uh, He starts out in Genesis 21 and verse 12. And that is this, through Isaac shall your offspring be named. And what we're finding today is we're asking the question, who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? All kinds of laughter. There are all kinds of laughter. We have all been in a situation where you are not supposed to be laughing, but you do. And what makes it worse? Why is it that things are so much funnier when you're not allowed to laugh? When we look at the events surrounding the promise and the birth of Isaac, we see everyone laughing, but not in the same way. And let's not forget that Isaac's name itself means laughter. So, what is going on here? Let's look at this in detail to see the way that God is working out his plan for our salvation. Abraham laughs. The first person we see laughing at this is Abraham. As you remember, in chapter 17, verse 17, God told Abraham that he would have a son, and his first response was to fall on his face and laugh. But why is he laughing? First, we need to notice that, uh, that he falls on his face before God in worship. Whatever else he is thinking, he has given honor to God. Then we see him laugh. But it looks like this is just a good-hearted laugh. After all, he's nearly 100 years old. And his wife is way past the age for a uh, for woman to have kids. He's laughing because this is funny. And because he believes that this super old married couple is going to have a baby. You have to laugh at that imagery. Do you know a 90-year-old lady? Can you picture her in the hospital room holding a tiny newborn baby? It's really a funny picture. Busted. Next, we see Sarah laugh. In chapter 18, Sarah overhears God telling Abraham that she is going to have a baby in the new year or in the next year. And she laughs. And this time it isn't well received. Why is that? Isn't this the same thing that Abraham did in the chapter earlier? Not necessarily. Sure, they both laughed, but this, it was a different kind of laughter. When Abraham laughed, he was laughing out of faith, believing that God would do the impossible. When Sarah laughed, it was out of disbelief. Look at the response that her laughter gets from God. When she laughs, God asked her a question that that exposed her lack of faith, saying, Is anything too hard for the Lord? Sarah was a bitter woman. She had, she had wanted children her whole life and couldn't have them. And when God said this, it sounded like a cruel joke. You can picture her in a tent scoffing. Oh, now you want me to have a baby. Sure, right. Joy to the world. Now that we are caught up, let's look at what happens here in chapter 21 that we're reading today for our Christmas Advent reading. Sarah indeed becomes pregnant, and then Abraham, and when Abraham is 100 years old, they had a son named Isaac. Sarah is bursting with joy that she could not contain. The only way to express it is with laughter. She proclaims, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. Genesis 21 and verse 6. This is so exciting it's so easy to get drawn into this scene of laugh with her and and laugh with her. This is a contagious sort of laughter. She realizes the, the humor in this and rejoices in it. Everyone who hears about this will laugh alongside her and be filled with joy. Pushed aside. Finally, the last person we see laughing is Hagar. Remember her? She isn't happy with this situation at all, but up up, um, up, until this point, her son Ishmael was going to be Abraham's heir. But now that Sarah has a son of her own, neither neither she nor Ishmael are needed anymore. Abraham had thrown a huge party for Isaac and everyone is rejoicing. Everyone except Hagar. Sarah looks over and sees that Hagar is laughing at her. This situation looks like the classic example of laughing at someone instead of laughing with someone. Sarah can't handle it and tells Abraham to send her away. Whoa, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, Ishmael is still Abraham's son, but God tells him not to worry about it, but to do as Sarah has said. Then he tells Sarah, he tells Abraham that he is still going to bless Ishmael and make him into a great nation too. It isn't... One, It just won't be the nation that he promised to Isaac. So even in this, we can see God's amazing grace in the middle of our failures. Sarah and Abraham tried to shortcut their way to help God fulfill his promise and disobeyed him. Yet God, and I love that, yet God in his grace still blesses the son that Abraham had out of disbelief. So our reflection today Today we have looked at four four different types of laughter surrounding the birth of Isaac. We have a good-hearted laughter out of faith, the laughter of disbelief, joyful contagious laughter, and a mocking laughter. How is this supposed to help us focus on the Christmas season? All of these represent different ways in which someone could respond to the word of God. And I love, guys, that's amazing. We need to make sure that we are responding properly to what God has said to us, even when it seems impossible. As we continue on this Old Testament journey to the Messiah, we will see God working in completely unlooked-for ways. This should strengthen our faith in him. God will, all, God will always keep his promises. I'll say it again. God will always keep his promises. We have overwhelming testimony confirming this truth throughout the Bible and in our own individual lives. Let's stop and thank God for working in ways that we could have never anticipated and marvel at his total sovereignty over all things, past Present and future, and that's day five, man. I hope y'all are enjoying this. Uh, remember, we will spend twenty days, twenty days walking through Old Testament scriptures before we even get to that of the new uh, of, of the New Testament scriptures. Speaking of the coming Messiah, and listen, I just want to encourage you. We have a lot of a lot of people today saying, let's disconnect ourselves from the Old Testament. But this is just, this is another sure sign of showing us that we cannot disconnect. We need the whole, the whole council, all 66 books uh, to keep us um, in understanding of that that proper context of this Messiah. Hope y'all have a great day. I'll always post the questions in the comment. You can go back and we can, and you can talk about it later. Hope y'all have a blessed day.